The year, 1907, December 6th to be exact. 10.28 a.m., an explosion occurs sending a shockwave through two coal mines. 367 men were officially recorded being in these mines, though it is believed that there were much more as children and other family members would come in to help. The explosion collapsed mining shafts and ventilation systems, keeping the fresh air out. Rescues enter the mine 25 minutes after the initial explosion, but due to the toxic fumes and lack of ventilation, the rescuers could only stay in about 15 minutes at a time. Very quickly, the rescue mission became a recovery mission. Despite their best efforts, out of the 367 men registered and the countless others, only five men survived. 250 of those registered men were fathers, leaving behind thousands of children without a father and leaving hundreds of women without husbands. A woman by the name of Grace Golden Clayton from Fairmount, West Virginia, suggested to her pastor that they have a service in commemoration of all those lost. She stated how the events made her think how important fathers are and how loved they are amongst their families. This is known as the first recorded remembrance of fathers and it is the beginning of what Father's Day is. A day of remembering great men and how wonderful they are in our lives and how lucky we are to have or have had them in our lives. After almost 65 years of growing tradition in 1972, President Richard Nixon made Father's Day an official national holiday to be recognized by all. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, and especially Happy Father's Day to my father. Hello everyone. I hope your week and weekend was wonderful. Um, you know, I just hope it was good. I hope your Father's Day was good. All the fathers out there, all the wives who are planning great things, I hope it all turned out the way you were hoping. And for those of you who didn't, I hope the recovery was well. Guys, what's happening? So, I don't want to jump in too crazy, but there was a UFC, and you know how I like to talk about UFC. I'll be honest with you. I, uh, I started a new job. Um, this week, well, I technically started at the very end of last week, um, but, you know, I've officially started this past week at a new job, which is why the podcast last Monday didn't go out till super late, because I forgot, because I'm a retarded, but, um, yeah, man, so, it's pretty good, good job, uh, good people I work with, I'm just having to figure out a new computer programming, and uh, you know, different stuff like that. It's kind of the same thing I was doing before. But, um, yeah, so, you know, I'm hoping for a, a good adventure there. Um, but, yeah, so, I really didn't get a lot of time to pay attention to this UFC up until it came on because of this job. This job really, like, all joking aside... This job really, if this week, took up a lot of my 
my hard drive space. I hadn't felt like I'd thought about or seen a lot else other than this job. Well, that's all right. It's part of the gig, right? So I'm not upset about that. Um, what I did want to talk about, though, was the three main, or not three main, three first fights on this main card. Six fights on the card, ironically, the last three uh, went to decision. Not that uh, decisions are bad. I know I say this every time, but I feel like I need to clarify for those who haven't heard it. Um, I don't think decisions are bad, you know, but decisions don't result in knockouts. And knockouts are more interesting than decisions in most cases. Um, either way, so I'm going to tell you the first three fights. They were pretty good. Matt Brown versus Diego Lima. Uh, man, what a good fight. They were kind of, you know, they're... they're uh, partners sparring partners um or have sparred before they're friends i guess would be a better to put in a more you know vague term or whatever uh they're friends but you know when it comes down to business fighting's fighting and matt brown knocked him out knocked out diego lima round two uh three minutes two six with a really quick really quick i believe it was a right yeah right hook um I don't know. I mean, like, they both went to throw at the same time. Uh, Matt Brown moved his head out of the way as he threw his hook. And Diego Lima did not. And unfortunately, it got him. Uh, knocked him out, face planted into the mat. It was an interesting one to watch. Matt Brown versus Diego Lima. And it's uh, UFC fight night. Uh, Young versus Ige, I think is how you would say both those last names if you're looking for it. But uh, yeah, Matt Brown versus Diego Lima. So then we had a middleweight match. I didn't give stats or anything, but I mean the fight's over with, so I guess the stats aren't as whatever now. Oh yeah, Matt Brown's 40. That is important to know. Uh, Matt Brown was 40 years old. Not to uh, be giving him crap, but bro, when you're 40, man... You know, it takes a lot more work to stay in shape, so kudos to him. Um, next fight was Wellington Turman versus Bruno Silva. Bruno Silva, uh, 20 and 6. Wellington Turman. Wellington is like, it's not a hard name, but like it's a very not American name. That seems like a very, uh, you know, British, UK type of name. So, like, it doesn't roll off the tongue like I feel like I want it to. Wellington, Turman. Maybe it's Turman that throws it off, too. Nonetheless, um, Turman was on Silva's back. You know, legs wrapped around, arms wrapped around like a spider monkey on his back. Silva leaned forward and shimmied. And when you do that, you can shake your opponent off. Well... When Wellington Turbin fell down or fell off his, you know, Bruno Silva, Bruno pretty much went into a, a, like a close guard and um, pretty much got got up on a high, got up high and just started raining shots down and uh, knocked Turbin out while he was on his like while Turbin was on his back. So, I mean, he was just throwing. So, here's the thing. Bruno Silva has such force behind his shots. You know? I mean, like, 
just like you know like perfect mechanics and motion so there's like just such force behind his swings and uh, yeah dude he knocked Terman out bounced his head off the mat actually I think the knockout one was where he bounced his head off the corner of the cage uh, which sounds pretty bad and you know to some sense is but you know nonetheless uh, pretty good fight pretty good show from uh, Bruno Silva who's 20 and 6 for his stats so I don't know. It was pretty good. Just a pretty good fight. Um, and then, and I'm not, I'm not going to say their names right, it's Julian Arosa and Choi Zhongwu, maybe? Either way, we'll say Arosa and Choi. Um, this was a quick fight. A quick fight. Um, man, Julian Arosa was good. But Choi just had... Also, power. Just power behind his shots. Like, he was punching Arosa. And, like, he'd do a straight jab. And, like, it would push Arosa's whole body back. Not just pop his head back, but, like, push his whole body back. I mean, it was just the power was crazy. Uh, he knocked him out in, you know, 1 minute and 37 seconds in the first round. The power was crazy, though. You know, it was. Um, and I didn't give the time for Bruno Silva's match. It was 4 minutes and 45 seconds in the first round. So, kudos to all those guys. Then we'll go to the main three, which weren't bad. But, you know, no distinctive winner. It's no exciting. Uh, Marion Chito Vera fought Davy Grant. Uh, the decision went... To Vera. Um, Alexi Olenek. Alexi, is that his name? I can't remember now. I know his last name's Olenek. He's been fighting forever. He's 59 and 16. And I know in your mind you're going, when he said 59, you were thinking that was his age because certainly this guy could have been 59 wins. But he has 59 wins, 16 losses. Uh, he won two. Indecision versus Sergey Spivak. I don't know how to say his last name. And then we had Chan Song Jong. I don't know how to say his name. They always call him the Korean zombie. Chan Song Jong. I don't know. You know how they do that weird junk with their, you know, with their mouths. Isn't it crazy how really just making different shapes with your tongue makes up all language? Like. That's obviously a duh thing. But just take a second and think about that. All languages come from a different shape of the tongue and making noise. Like, you know, like noise come out. You know, everything from what I'm saying to, you know, sp Spanish, French, Russian, you know... African countries where they do the all that hey bro that's that's it it's just making tongue no you know tongue movements isn't it crazy it's so simple yet so difficult I don't know either way Song Young Tong also known as the Korean zombie versus Dan Ige man you would have expected this to be I mean not to say it was a bad fight but 
I don't know. I like definitive winners, and I know, you know, these guys obviously want to be definitive winners too. Nobody wants to go to decision, but it'd be that sometimes. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, and truthfully, nothing too crazy happened on the prelims, so nothing too much there. Um, I've been trying to get a PlayStation 5. I'm sure I mentioned it last week, but... My adventure still continues every time I can get a notification about a PlayStation 5 and pull up whatever website or link or whatever else. I'm too late. Regardless of whether I'm looking, not looking, prepared, not prepared. I'm still on the hunt. I got till October, but, you know, the way it's going, I may not get one till November. And if you're wondering why October... It's because um, that's the first video game on new consoles that's coming out that I want to play. Before Cry 6. And, uh, you know, I mean, not to say there's other games that come out that I, you know, wouldn't. You know, there's I'm sure there's other games that would come out that I would play that would be like, oh, these are cool. But, like, I mean, like, I've, I've been a Far Cry guy for a long time. Like probably PlayStation 2 whatever Far Cry 2 was on is either 2 or PlayStation 3 but uh, and I know you know you're going okay well 2 that means you played 3 of them no there's a lot of Far Cry's so there's Far Cry 2 3 4 5 and now 6 but there's also like sub genres of the game you know so I played 2 3 4 5 but I've also played, let's see, there's Blood Dragon, Far Cry Primal, um, Far Cry New Dawn. Um, what else is there? Oh, the Far Cry Mars, Far Cry Vietnam. I mean, now some of these are just like little offshoots, but nonetheless, they're still Far Cry's. Uh, there's another Far Cry something. I don't remember what it was called, but it came in that pack with the Mars and New Dawn or Mars and Vietnam. I don't know. I probably played twelve, maybe Far Cries. You know, individual games. So I'm 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 pretty big into the Far Cry genre. Uh, so I'm excited about six. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward. To seeing how it is. I've been playing a little bit of Far Cry 5 lately with a buddy of mine. And, um, yeah, I've really been enjoying it. Well, I say buddy, it's Seth, who's been up here on some episodes. I generally don't mention people's name if they haven't been up here, but he has. So, me and Seth have been playing a little Far Cry 5 lately. It's, he hadn't really played it, so, you know, we're just up there messing around, doing nonsense. But, uh, yeah, that's been enjoyable. And, uh, yeah, it's just got me really looking forward to Far Cry 6. It's on an island in the Caribbean is the idea. You know, kind of sounds like a Cuba type of deal. <clears throat> but this dictator is trying to prep his son to be, um, you know, the next world leader. But there's also this you know, this alliance being formed and seems like 
built to overrun and overthrow this government. And I believe you're part of, you're like leading this alliance. But there's also this little boy who's the dictator's son who's involved. And this dictator's trying to groom him for something. So I'm trying to figure out how it's all played out. They've kind of kept it, not hush-hush, but they're not giving but so much detail. So I'm interested to see what that's about. Because that's just, man, if you played a Far Cry, you know what I'm talking about. It's a fun game. You know, it's a fun game. It's enjoyable. And there's always a bit, there's always an element of cheesiness to it. But, you know, enough to make it fun. But, you know, not so much like, all right, this is dumb. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be exciting. And, of course, there's Dying Light 2, which is one of my favorite zombie games ever. And I know people go, oh, another zombie game, another zombie this. I get it, but this is not your general run-of-the-mill zombie game. And I know you've heard it before up here. Well, I'm saying it again. It's the best zombie game I've ever played, so um, I'm looking forward to that, too. And I'm sure these games will come out for PlayStation 4 or, you know, previous generation consoles. But if you're going to get the game, you want to get on the best, right? You want to get the best visuals, the best sound, all that. So I'm looking forward to that. I've already got my PS5 headphones. So um, I mean, that's not what they're called. They're like called Pulse wireless headphones or something. But um, I've already got those, and I absolutely love them. Uh, despite having some beginning issues that I thought were the headphones, but it was just really the PlayStation. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited, man. I'm excited about, about, you know, the games coming up. If I can get a stupid PS5, like it's almost, it's crazy. It's crazy, you know, like how difficult it is to get. If you're not trying to get one, you, you know, let me put you in the know. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. It's ridiculous. And, like, I've got this, like, Twitter account or whatever. Like, So I don't really use Twitter. I've had a Twitter forever. But I don't really use Twitter. I'm just not, I don't know, I'm not cool enough or in the know enough to know about it. But I have been using it to try and uh, get updates on when these PlayStations are, uh, you know, coming out or whatever. And I'll get these restock things, and I'm telling you, I can't click on them fast enough and get into the stupid things quick enough to get one. And it's like, it's just crazy, man. And these people are charging, like, you know, they're reselling them for, like, $1,200. Here's the thing. I want a PlayStation, but it's a want, not a need. And I'm not going to pay more than retail for it because it's a want and not a need. Which sucks, because there's a lot of them you can buy. And if I could get past that hurdle, which I'm not going to. I've accepted the fact that uh, I'm not willing to pay more than retail for it. But yeah, if that was the case, I could get a bunch of them. But, I don't know. Nonetheless, just crazy. Crazy, I don't know. I don't feel like I've seen something like this in consoles in a long time. Maybe I'm wrong, but... I don't feel like it. But, yeah, so the goal is to try and get a PlayStation 5. 
before October. And there's some other good games coming out. I know there's a uh, Battlefield's coming out with a new one, 240, or, yeah, 2042. And that looks pretty good. And I think that may come out sooner. And then the new Horizon is also coming out. I know I'm just kind of repeating some info for some of you, but, you know, if I am, thanks. I appreciate you listening. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so Horizon 2... It's called Forbidden West. When does it come out? Let's see. Did they state? They did not state when it was coming out. But it's supposed to be pretty freaking good. So I'm excited about that. Um, you know, and the first one has been pretty good. I haven't finished it yet. But what I have played has been awesome. So I'm pretty excited about that. And, uh, man, there's this other game called Returnal. And it's getting really high reviews. And I'm kind of interested... And what it's about. Because the same company made a game called Alien Nation. And uh, it's one of the best games I've ever played too. So it's in my top five games as well. So I'm interested to see what this Returnal game's about. And, uh, you know, just I'm ready. I'm ready for the game season. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready for gaming season. I'm ready for some fun stuff. I'm also trying to plan some Florida excursions, you know, so I'm hoping to have something cool happen there, too. I keep seeing all these cool commercials about, like, visit Florida and this, that, and the other, and I go, gosh, man, like, this is a pretty cool state. We live in a pretty awesome state, so it just got me thinking I should uh, go do more, you know, more cool stuff, so... That's kind of in the plan, but now I got to, you know, now I got this job, I can kind of start to figure out, you know, routines and figure out days off and how that all works, you know, how that all works, meaning, you know, what what, what days we have off and, you know, how many days, we have, you know, you know, the new job BS that you got to figure out but it's all good i didn't mention my water or my drink today is aha water that's what i'm drinking aha sparkling water this is strawberry and cucumber and it sounds gross but it's not believe it or not i mean this one doesn't sound gross but there are some of them that sound gross You're like that combination is going to be gross but they're good so what up um i do like aha water it's pretty good um, let's see what else we got going on. Me and, me and the girlfriend went for a bike ride. I hate saying the girlfriend, but, you know, sometimes I say her name and I feel like she doesn't want, you know, whatever. Me and Jackie went on a bike ride. And, uh, it was really nice. We went to this trail, uh, near the zoo. I'm pretty sure I talked about it on previous podcasts, but I took her for the first time and it was really nice and we had a good time. And I told her it was only three miles, and, uh, you know, about two miles in, she asked me if it looped around. I told her no. She goes, oh, so it's really six miles. I was like, yeah, but if I had told her it was six, she wouldn't have done it. So there you go. So we went on that trail, and it was pretty nice. She had a good time. So did I. And, uh, you know, it was just good. It was just nice. I... uh I can't remember if I told you guys about my alligator story recently, but uh, I went kayaking out in the lake right before I started my new job, 
and um, it was nice. But uh, on my way, on my way near the end, I was I don't know, not too far away from the dock, but you know still paddle paddling, and I looked to my left and I seen an alligator who was going out from the shoreline, going away from me. And I was like, oh, nice alligator. So I took some pictures of it real quick or whatever, you know. And as I'm putting my phone back down, I look up, and this alligator's kind of like turned back towards me. Um, casually paddling, not crazy fast. But, you know, when you're in the water and some, you know, dinosaur-like creatures territory... It's not always good feeling. And I know I've said that before, but I'll reiterate again. It's not always good feeling. It's actually pretty freaking scary. Not all the time, but it is scary. Because, I mean, really, even a four-foot alligator could pull you underwater and drown you. It may not eat you, but it could drown you. You know. Um, And certainly enough, if there's an alligator, there's more than one alligator. So just because you see one don't mean he's the only one. But, uh, yeah, so, alligator paddled behind me, nonchalantly, wagging his tail, and, uh, yeah, it was just, it was, uh, very scary, very nerve-wracking, but, you know, after about 50 feet of following me, he kind of slowed his roll, his, he slowed down and waited for me to continue on, so... I, uh, you know, screamed and cried and everything else in my head. But on the outside, I was cool as a cucumber. Not really. I was just trying to hurry up and get out of there. But, uh, you know, it's all good in the hood, baby. <laughs> you like that? Um, but, yeah, so, I don't know. Guys, that's really, I guess, it. I don't want to take up too much of your time on this beautiful Monday but uh, yeah, I just want to tell you, love you. Good, uh, good to speak again, speak with you again. I'm glad you're listening. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. I know it's now would be yesterday, but uh, you know, shout out to the fathers anyway. And uh, guys, I don't know. Just I hope the best for your week. I hope it's awesome. And uh, yeah. Y'all take it easy, be safe, and uh, I will talk to you again next week. Love you, mean it.